This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Oh, it's good to be back, isn't it? Yeah, it is. definitely helps when you know, you know what you're bloody doing. I've just forgotten how to work this thing after after a week off. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's literally all it takes. Oh my god, it's good. It's good to not be in the same room together. That that was more than enough last week. Last <laughs> week was. was more than enough for the year. <laughs> all right, we're on seven o'clock. Let's do it. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Ah, top of the league. Hello, thanks for joining us for that sweet, sweet sound of the Scarf Vergara War with the most mediocre county double acts. It's Stern and McKnight, Darken the Doors of Edgeley Park. I'm Nick Lee, I'll be your unsettling presence for the evening and joining me is Bredbury's best podcast to 2015 through to 2022, Russ Johnson. <laughs> Hello, mate. Hey, up. How, are you, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, we'll we'll get on to last night. Like, we've, well, we've got two games to talk. We've got the Dagenham game and the Redbridge game to talk about yeah. before that. So, in a week where Chesterfield furloughed the manager, taking it to new extremes, what have we got coming up, pal? <laughs> we have got um, going to talk about Dags win, Maidenhead win, Collar Masterclass, current form, top of the league, Hogan the Redeemer, Rooney returns, Chesterfield crumbling. Yeah, the, the the club as crooked as Aspire that inspired their nickname. Nice. Well, they're they're at the very least they are entertaining, aren't they? Uh, and we'll also get Chloe Beresford, our guest, out straight after this. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show, and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. Hello, Chloe. Hello, Chloe. 
Hello. Good evening. Good evening. How are you feeling? Well, it, is, it is a good evening. It is. It is. I'm, I'm feeling pretty much top of the league. Whee! Said it. I was hoping for what you said it. Thank you very much. I, I, keep, I keep on going into Jimmy Savile like I did a couple of weeks ago. I don't, thank you very, thank you very much. Someone's got it. <laughs> no, it's not good at all. Um, before we start, uh, just like to say welcome to everybody who's who's watching live. There's quite a few of you on tonight. Um, all the usual names. Again, too many to go through. But I've just got to say, I met recently Phil Lloyd and PJRC. Uh, what an absolute pleasure it was as well. So uh, cheers for meeting me, guys, and, and coming over and saying hello. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you, 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 you get spotted, don't you? You're the one who gets... I'm, I've told you, I'm just unapproachable. Even, even last week at the live show, I was really nice to people. I, I said to people, I was like, thank you for your support. You know, that's a really nice thing to say when you're as unapproachable as me. As unapproachable? Nothing, really I, I think I, I do give that vibe. Yeah, you, you do a bit. I I go around talking like Jimmy Savile for you know, like, in, like for some reason, and I, and people still approach me. It's weird. Um, <laughs> um, good uh, as well. I've got a poll on the um, on YouTube. Just to, so if you have a look at that poll and do subscribe and like as well, um, it's who is our biggest threat in terms of the title race. Now we're definitely in the title race. I mean, we were anyway, but you know what I mean. We are the title race. <laughs> yeah, we are. Is, is there an option for us? Because we're the only ones who can stop us winning it. That's a good... Well, in the other column, you can comment, we're the only ones. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not going to add all these up or anything. Anyway, Chloe, how have you been since we last spoke to you? It's been a while. Yeah, good. Uh, busy with my podcast, but yeah. Yeah, all good. Loving it. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Dagenham and Redbridge, then. We'll cover that one first. And I'm holding me. I don't know why I'm doing that. Sorry, Nick. Holding me cup like a like an old woman. Um, yeah, Dagnam and Redbridge on Saturday on the box. Um, two nil, obviously. Um, what did you make of it? I mean, Dagenham, um, even at the time, were the most. I think the most attacking team in the league, and I think even now we they are the highest scoring along with us now. After our and Redbridge are pretty night. good as well. This what? Redbridge are pretty good as well. You know what I mean. Stop, don't 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 start splitting hairs and wasting time. I wasn't I wasn't taking a piss out of you. I was just being daft. Oh right. You know, if you can't be daft when you're top of Division Five of the football pyramid, when can you be daft? <laughs> yeah, this is true. So yeah, so they're they're really attacking. I, I saw a stat on on the travels. You know, um, not just goals but balls into the box and attempts. Yet it was a really good start from us, and and in the end, it seemed like a like a straightforward two 0 win. Yeah, I think getting out of the blocks that quickly, it kind of killed it, didn't it, really? I, I think maybe in other games, we would have carried on. You know, in other games, we've seen County just keep pouring forward and keep going for more and more goals. But I think actually away from home and in that kind of game, shutting up shop the way they did, I think it was a really sort of controlled professional performance maybe not as quite as exciting as we're used to, but they just got the job done. And I think Chaloner keeps talking about winning in different ways, finding different ways to win. And that was definitely one one of those games where you just you just do what it takes. That's absolutely it. It's was, it was so nice to just have it done. Five minutes in, done for the night. Like, you just do some pottering. <laughs> right, put the tea on early. Oh, it's great, it's great isn't it? 
<laughs> and, and uh, even like BT Sport kind of like they tend they tend to do their best to like sort of uh, do us down. I find they spent a lot of time going on about an offside that wasn't offside, and they did it earlier in the season when was it the South End game that was televised, and they spent most of the game going on about a penalty shout that was nowhere near being one. It just, it just seems with us they just want to discredit us. Any but then Adam Virgo was on Twitter saying he fancies us for the title now. That's a that's a bold prediction, isn't it? <laughs> I've, I've, no, I've noticed that about other some other outlets as well. Some uh, blogs that I that I see through through the fan hub app actually, because that's where that's where I consume all of my fan content, um, and that's where you should as well. Uh, but yeah, some of the some some of the national league blogs on there, I'm starting to see, and I've seen it all season. To be fair, they're concentrating on other teams and other ties, and we rarely rarely get a mention. You know, Do you like, think it's because because they don't they want to sound more interesting by not backing the team that are sort of favourites, if you know what I mean. Like, they don't want to state the obvious. They want to find a bit more of an interesting angle. And maybe going on about us is, you know, it feels a bit straightforward for them. I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah. that's it. It's, it's a bit contrarian, isn't it? It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's weird. But I've noticed we, we don't... Every other club that's on, they seem to have an ex-player doing punditry but we've they've never had an ex-county player on the i mean just putting it out there gary stopforth could you imagine oh god bt bt would just get taken off air i think if if last week's anything to go by (laughs) yeah well um i think we could we could probably touch on a bit of that later on in the show can't we about how that went and and some of the stories we're not going to relay some of the stories You, you had to be there um um, that's what, pretty much, yeah. Because we none of it we could um, we could we could put out to be fair. <laughs> so so yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. It's, it's almost like um, you know when you know when a big person smiting a, fighting a small person after we'd scored two goals. It was like the big person had the hand on the head of the small person and the small person <laughs> like that. Yeah. that was yeah. daggered him. So we were just, we just had them at like arm's length going, nah, yeah. mate. You're not even you're not even getting close. And and Collar had two really good chances. In this first half, didn't he? I think, especially that one that he sort of played through, and, and the goalkeeper did well to tip over. In the uh, first flick half. on header from Jennings as well. Jennings playing the yeah, target yeah. man role there, and flicking. Oh, that! I mean, that was that was a that was goal of the season contender right there, wasn't it? If it had got it, yeah. If it had got it. Okay. I'm, I'm um, so excited! I'm imagining goals now. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've scored like we've scored like nearly three a game under challenge. I don't think I need to be adding more onto it. Well, we'll come to all those stats later. We've, we've scored forty-seven in the league now, which is the joint highest. But we hit the bar in the second half as well, didn't we? Yeah. Um. So it could have been more, and I don't remember them having having much of a big chance. I mean, there was probably that first one in the first half, that one in the first half where I think Palmer came across and, and did an emergency block. Where they were dilly yeah. dallying around in the in the box a bit, but that's the only that's the only one I can remember. To be fair, I did start drinking at four o'clock, so I wasn't, you know, I'd, I'd had a few by then. To be fair, yeah, you know, two two Carlsbergs in that time. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, yeah, and someone just pointed out we have actually done some research this week. We've got more research to come. We've learnt our lesson, Si. We've learnt our lesson from last week. Well, I- I just get all my stats from size message board posts. 
So, just five to seven. Have a quick look at what he's been saying. Jobs are good, and yeah, should have done that last week, really. So just just to let you in on this, and, and you, Chloe, in the in the live show last week, we 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 turned up and had I mean done very little research, and things had moved on. So Flinny and Gaz, they weren't in the they weren't in the footballing positions that they held when we last checked. Let's put it that way. <laughs> 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 and, and, and they both they both came up in the first five minutes as yeah. well, didn't they? <laughs> and it was just, yeah, all the credibility we had's gone. Yeah. So just like County went two nil up in the first five minutes, you were two nil down. <laughs> you were absolutely two nil yeah, down. Yeah. I'd, I'd, two nil down and a man down, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> it was an uphill battle, wasn't it? It was. It was. Um so yeah, so the Dagenham match, it felt a bit straightforward and and we didn't have to play our best. I mean, you, you said it before, Chloe, about Charlie saying that um, we have to win differently. That was definitely a different way to win. Um, and I guess we'll come on to the Maidenhead match in a minute. But anything more about the Dagenham match? Anything sticks out? It's just great to not have a... Because a it's, it's been two games this week that were kind, kind of a, an indicator of where we are. Particularly when you go back to the first day of the season against Dagenham, where... They just gave us a run around. It's absolutely embarrassing. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a great indicator. Six points from those two it should be nine, obviously, because we beat Dagenham and Redbridge. But I'm just going to keep banging that drum roll. It's all right, mate. But yeah, yeah, it's just to to have a Saturday, just no nerves or anything. Just yeah, because I think even in the past when we've had good teams, it seems like you know you go to two nil up early on and then. In the second half, they get a goal back, and then you're panicking, and you know it. It, it doesn't have that feel anymore, really. No, it doesn't. Yeah, well, I think we've used this as a podcast title before, but unsettlingly competent. Again, it's just, it's just worrying when we're that competent. It's like, well, can, can someone mess? Can, can we do some? Can we shoot ourselves in the foot somehow, please? But we're not. No, and even even under many of the past managers we've had. I mean, I know we weren't at home against Dagenham and Redbridge, but at 2-0 up, you, you, there's always that element of uh, we're defending, and you, I've always said it, you know, we, we're defending in the Cheadle end with that deep. But there wasn't even that, was there? There was no, like, like you say, no emergency sort of, you know, all hands on deck kind of feel to it. No, because it was more like we were dictating what happened. We were controlling the game rather than letting them do their thing. It was like we was, we'd gone 2-0 up and then we purposely stifled them. So... It, it's not that it's not that same thing where oh you you go two 0 up and then you take the foot off the gas. It wasn't like that. I did enjoy us giving the ball, putting up. Was it? Did we put the ball out of touch like last minute? And Challenger reacted like someone had just walked into his house and pissed on his kids. <laughs> I was like, that, that's that's the sort of high standards that you want in it because that's that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to yeah. when we are playing the teams around, it's going to come down to fine margins. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Is it, is it, you referred to what Adam Booth saying there on the comments. I think he picks up on that. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Adam Booth, great to see DC fuming in the last few minutes because we misplaced one pass. Um, that's what you want. Is the high standards that 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 he sets. Um, and interestingly enough, and I'll just I'll just segue for one little second. I listened to a Chesterfield podcast um, this week. How are they? Are they alright? Yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're okay, and they are coming on our show in a few weeks. Um, I'll, I'll remind everybody of that at the end of the show. But it was just—it was good listening to them. How they were saying how how um, how angry 
James Rowe gets on the touchline, and <laughs> that's a sign of him being, um, you know, top of his game and not, you know, wanting extra standards. I mean, th- um, there's getting angry, and then yeah, you're saying, I'll, I'll, I'll bite your effing nose off of Dweeb. I mean, Dweeb, big respect to him for using Dweeb. I had flashbacks. I had flashbacks to being called a Dweeb in school. So I'm, I'm quite, quite glad he's been potted. To be fair, he didn't swear, did he? I don't think he swore, did he? Did he yeah. swear? Oh, yeah. Oh, he swore. Yeah. He swore and then came out with Dweeb. Anyway, yeah, let's I move know. on. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like on Crime Watch, isn't it? Where they're like, get your hands up, you melon. <laughs> you already sworn, mate. Come on. <laughs> uh, um, so talking about finding new ways to win, um, we faced Maidenhead last night. Um, obviously, they're they're off the back of two, you know, back to back wins against Halifax and Chesterfield. Beat Halifax one 0 at home, um, and then well, they beat Chesterfield three two at home. I think they were both at home, weren't they? Um, two 0 up against Chesterfield, got pegged back and then got an 80th minute winner. Um, but their away form is poor. So pre match, were you expecting to win or was you expecting a tough match? What were you expecting? I think a tough match, really, because literally because of those two results that they'd got. Um, but I still thought we would win. I just thought it, you know, it might not be a walk in the park. And certainly, first half it wasn't, was it? No. <laughs> yeah, we, we looked very leggy first half. It was, it was almost like it, the game came like a few hours too early, considering it would have been an early hours Sunday getting home from Dagenham well, at, at the earliest. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about where you guys were sitting, but near me, the moaning was just shocking. It was just, you know, it was terrible. And I, yeah. I kind of thought to myself, look, we, we're we in the position now where we're so, we're so used to controlling games and, and being on the front foot and scoring goals that you get a first half. And yeah, we were lucky not to concede, but we didn't concede. Yeah. And... Um, I, like you say, we were off the back of a long away trip. And I think it's testament to the high tempo football that we normally play that it, it looks so bad. Um but I think I think Challoner referred to it in his post match comments about some of the sort of atmosphere when it was uh up to half time. And I think yeah it, it it's about expectations are a little bit high maybe yeah. um and it's not it's and a title race is never easy is it it's never going to be a walk in the park and the fact that we came through that unscathed was you know credit to credit to county and credit to the opposition as well because they they came i think with quite a good game plan and and in the end were probably didn't deserve to lose three nil I think Alan Devonshire is a very good manager at this level. I think he's, he's someone I know. I know Jim Jim Gannon spoke highly of on a number of occasions. But he, he he's always with one of the smaller clubs, uh, but they're always well organised. I think I think he's ta- he must have taken. I think of all the managers we've come up against in this league, I bet he's taken the most points off us. Wouldn't surprise me. Did it, they were definitely well organised? You could see them yeah. getting back into their shape all the time when we were attacking, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. It's definitely the midfield press was very high intense, you know, high intensity. Not probably secondary was the, was the was the high press. Collar and they didn't let Collar and Crowsdale have 
a quarter of a second on the ball. It was just they were just at them all the time, weren't they? But was the pressing part of their game plan, or was it just because it was really, really cold? <laughs> it's not Sunday <laughs> like, league, you know. You, you might as well run around. You might as well run around if it's cold. <laughs> the, the Jesse Lingard approach. Yeah, I think I've just seen somebody. I think it was Gazek. Gaz Eccleston just saying um, in the comments that we paid them too much respect. I'm not so sure about that. I, I, I think I, I think it's just they came with a really, really structured game plan and it's and it was working. Um and we yeah, we were lucky not to quit half, you know, um uh, one or two nil down, but like like so, I forget which one of you said it, we, we need to find different ways to win. I almost see it as a positive that they've come and done that to us. And it, you yeah. know, and it was and made scored. Yeah, yeah, and and they still not scored, and it was made in it because if Chesterfield, we're going to get Chesterfield, are going to come and do that a week on Tuesday, uh, two weeks yesterday, whatever. Uh, they're they're going to come and have a go at us. They definitely are. So at least we're. It's not the first time it's happened. Maidenhead played like they were fourth in the yeah. in the first half, and then they were nineteenth in the second half. Yeah, posed much more of a threat than Dagenham did. Mm. Yeah, and actually. A bit like what you said, Russ. It, if you can come up against a, a team like that and still with a 3-0 win, that is more valuable than a dead easy 5-0, isn't it? In terms yeah. of things you can learn from it, in terms of building the confidence that we you know, we didn't concede and we did win 3-0. And even when you've got tough periods in matches, that you can come through them. And I think yeah. that is actually a massive, massive positive to... Of of play poly and and clearly um, they responded very well to whatever Challoner said. I I'd love to have been a fly on the wall because I think they must have got enough to bollock him, wasn't they? Yeah. Um, at half time because they came out and straight away we were on the attack and we had a chance and um, yeah I I think he's read them the right act and all of that stuff. It's all building character and building confidence as we go forward. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And you you, you learn yeah. like you just hit the nail on the head. You learn more from things like that. And yeah. uh, the second half, straight from the straight from the whistle in the second half, we just looked like a completely different. <laughs> I wouldn't say completely different team, but completely different mindset. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've got to say, big, big, uh, big. I'm going to say shout out, but massive, massive respect to was it Macaulay Southam Hales who in the middle of the second half tracked back when their lad was one on one. And got in and blocked, the, you know, blocked it for a corner. I mean, Jesus Christ! And there was one that Hogan did similar first half as well to bail us out. Yeah, so I've got, I've got that in my notes to talk about actually with with Hogan and Rooney. Um, I mean, if we just go through some of the things in the second half, then that, that it, sort of in timeline order, if, if we can remember it. I know it was only last night, but so Sarsovic scored. Um, the really good header. Me and my lad noticed that the keeper checked. Um, yeah. If he goes for it first time, he probably gets it, but he checks thinking it's either going wide or hits the post. So he, he yeah. sort of, we'll say trickled in, but it went into slow motion for me. It, it did seem to take forever, didn't it? And then it just yeah. dropped in at the last minute. Yeah. Even having seen the hat, because they showed the highlights on BT after the after the Halifax game. Um, and yeah, even watching it on the highlights, you think there's no way that's going in. The keeper's got that. And it, it is just ridiculous in slow motion. Mm. Like, what's what's happening here? How's, how's he not got that? But it, it's a great edit, to be fair, though. Bottom yeah. corner, you've, you've, got, you've got to give the keeper something to worry about. And, yeah, fantastic. 
great strength because it, like you say, it, it was a bit of an awkward angle for him to get his yeah. head on it. Yeah, yeah. They, he couldn't. He couldn't have. He didn't have much momentum from the flight of the ball, did he? he yeah. Good, good, strong neck muscles. Good, strong neck yeah. muscles. That. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember whether Crankshaw came on before the SARS at nil nil, or, or did he come on at one nil? But he, I think he came I, on at what after the goal. Yeah, was it one nil? Yeah, I mean he he just injected. It was like a shot in the arm for the for the whole team. Wasn't Incredible. It? Incredible. Um, it's just moment. scary having those options. It's absolutely yeah. frightening to just. Oh, it's not going. It's not really going our way. Oh, we'll just look to one of the football league quality players that we've got on the bench. Mental. Yeah. No, it's good. It's it's really good. He's 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 a he's a box of frogs, isn't he? Um, and then obviously the two players who well Hogan's kind of standing out over a period of time, and he's he's definitely redeemed himself. He's back on form. He looks solid again. Um, well, I I take I take issue with the phrase uh, redeemed himself. I don't. I think he, he bailed his bailed us out enough times that when he has had this this spell where he struggled, it's a no-brainer that you'd stick by him. I mean, there's been some stupid stuff written online uh, in, in that time. But, yeah, he's been absolutely just a proper leader. Yeah. I have to disagree. I didn't think... I didn't think... Uh, obviously, he had that um, sort of goal-saving clearance, whatever. Mm. But for me, um, when... He gets the ball where everybody else is looking to move it quickly. He takes too much time. He's too ponderous. And it slows everything down. It allows the opposition to get back uh, into their shape. Like, you know, Maidenhead were very good at doing that. Um, I just And there's these lapses in concentration where, like, he's just not paying attention and then something will, will just go past him. Or I just, I don't think he's there yet. I don't. You know, I don't want to be too critical of him, but I'm not sure I would say that his whole entire performance was good last night. I think he's been in recent. I think he's been better in recent weeks than he was last night. And when what you said about him being ponderous on the ball, that does worry me sometimes. He seems to have that. It's that thing Jack Wilshire used to do, where he waits until the last possible moment. He's like he, yeah, he's like he can't decide what to do, yeah. and, and just that extra, even an extra half a second, gives them the onus is on them then to sort of get back. And and if if you play the ball quickly, like a lot of the rest of the team do, that's when we're catching teams out because they they're not in their shape. But yeah, um, I know a lot of people praised him and and have done in recent weeks. So, you know, I, I think he was. Um, pretty good against Dagenham, but for me, it, it worries me. I'm not quite there to to say that he's he's back and he's. I think I think the plan um, will be to play um, Ryan. What's he called? Johnson. Ryan Johnson, Johnson, maybe there, and then yeah, go from there. Do you think but, what Ryan yeah. Johnson at right right side of centre back? Yeah, no, other side, and he's left footed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 I think, I think when I when I said redeem himself, I was, I was more thinking of his form because he, he did mm. have a dip in form, which coincided. I mean, whether you whether it whether you think it matters or not, coincided with the birth of his twins. Did he have birth? Yeah, so? I mean, he's had like mental health struggles as well, which you know. Right, I, I didn't know that. 
yeah he did he did um a video for the oh, of course yeah, yeah, yeah and talked about it which yeah. i think was really massively brave of him and really an important thing to do um nothing none of what i've said is personal towards him at all it, it's just purely in terms of his his play you know yeah yeah, no, fair enough. And and if you know, if it's, I think I think he's playing well. Yeah, I, th- I agree with I agree with you on speed. You know, he's um, he isn't the fastest, but I just think that's his game. Um, I mean, it, the test will come when we play the teams that are up there and are on form. Maidenhead are on form, and I would say, in terms of a, a forty-five minutes worth of football, they give us the, probably the biggest test we've had since Rusk was here. <laughs> you know, oh. so. Well, <laughs> Who? <laughs> so that, um, that, that was we just we just had no manager for eight months. That was, seems, uh, like, seems like another lifetime, that doesn't it? It does. It does. It, um, we 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 hadn't until about it must be about three or four weeks ago. We'd not been in the playoffs at all this season. We'd not been in a playoff place at all this season until a few weeks ago. And that that's what a turnaround. Yeah. Well, there's there's t- there's tweets doing the rounds on uh, on. Uh, well, on Twitter. On Twitter. That's where, that's where tweets <laughs> doing the rounds. Um, what I meant was there was the stats doing the rounds on Twitter. Um, I think we were, on Christmas Day, we were, were we 10th on minus four or minus one goals? Yes. I think, it, was it minus one? I think I saw it last night. Yeah. Minus yeah. one. So within, you know, between Christmas Day and now, which is a month and a day, we've gone from there to top. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, it's, well, hard. it's hard. It's hard, isn't it? Not to... I've got quotes for an open-top bus here, mate. Have you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start a crowdfunder. <laughs> it's funny. I, that's what I mean. I, I, I do listen to the other podcasts, as, as I've said on this podcast, and some of them do get ahead of themselves. It's, it's, it's really funny to hear them. Obviously, I've sat there fuming because they're all thinking... We should have ten points more than the than they've got, and things like this. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come to that later. But we've, um, we've had a message from uh, we had a, a comment from Ian Dowden. Is Rusk on his way to Chesterfield? <laughs> that would be so funny. One. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. But you you just know it's 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 it'll be pure county, won't it? If that happens, and he gets some he gets some firing and he gets some going. <laughs> Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't I mean, see it. Can't. If that happens, I'm, I'm going out buying lottery tickets if that happens. <laughs> Cause, cause anything, in fact, I'm just going to go and that, that list of female celebrities that are fancy, I'm just going to start shooting my shot with them because if, if, if that happens, <laughs> anything's possible. Uh, Me really and Keely Hawes, baby. Yeah, you've, got, you've mentioned her too, too many times. I think uh, the police are going to be on to you. Um, Although they already are, mate. That's why I mentioned around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about Rooney? Rooney came on, got 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 his goal. Very good goal by all accounts. Meant a lot to him, didn't it? You could you could see that. Yeah. I, I think it was like all that all those goals he scored last season and didn't get to so like soak it in with the fans. I think I think that was it coming out last night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe that. a bit of frustration at not being mm. in the first team as well. Um, yeah, he definitely enjoyed it, and it was a yeah. great goal, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's, you you alluded to before, Nick. It's scary that we've got Cranks and Rooney on the bench. Ben uh, Whitfield still Qu- to come. Well, that's it. Quicks and Whitfield yeah. are out injured. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Um, I think po- possibly is... a new striker as well, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it is a bit of a struggle without 
Quigley. I think it it certainly flows a lot easier when he's there, like winning the headers and holding the ball up and ev- all that stuff that he does, you know. Um, but the fact that we're winning without him, it you know, is it's just all positive, isn't it, really? Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, the, the area that I think we're light in is probably centre-halves, considering we had about 58 of those at the start of the season. It does feel, as for some reason, it does feel a bit light if we get a couple of injuries in that area. Well, we've got Keane to come back now, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, he, bloody hell, yeah. He was yeah, playing he really well before he got yeah, injured yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Take it all back, yeah. take it all maybe, back. Maybe that's who might come in in place of Hogan, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where Keane was. But when Hogan was out, that's where yeah. Keane was on on the yeah. right of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Before I got my lefts and rights mixed up. Yeah, and, and don't forget. Yeah, <laughs> and don't forget, Minihan could do a job there as well. I, I would, I yes, would say, he, in yeah, that right he has done back. a couple a couple of times, haven't they? Before, yeah. yeah. So we, we we've got good depth, haven't we? I mean, I noticed last night that um, Rydal came off, Kitchen went to left wing back. That's the Rage. new go-to sub, that isn't it. That's like move Kitchen to the left back and put Johnson in. It's it works perfect. Yeah, yeah. It gives us something else to think. Imagine you're uh, imagine you're the fullback for Maidenhead thinking, oh, at least Rydell's going off, and then we stick Kitchen there. You're just thinking, oh, what's the point? So if Johnson takes that role sort of on a more permanent basis, do you think Kitchen or Rydell will take the wing back role? Who do you think will drop to the bench? I think either or really. I, th- I think I think they both be both be just as good as each other there. I think it's just it's just a nice little rotation option, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's just nice to be able to. If I mean, if God forbid there was an injury to Rydell, it's just well, we've got Kitchen. It's so it was yeah. at least as good as him. It's and he can cross the ball well. really well. So you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't like to call it. I'd like to. I'd like to think that between the three of them, and someone's mentioned Ethan Pye as well. Um, yeah, cover there ben, as well. Ben so. Barkley as well. The lesser. Oh, Ben Barkley. Ben Barkley. God, I forgot about Ben. <laughs> yeah, we know. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like now. Everyone now, now we've all got it out all out in the open. Ben Barkley, and there's the youth, the youth team lad Holden who made his debut in the FA Trophy as well. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and I'll 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 do it if if, if they all get injured. <laughs> get, get me registered. Um, before we move on, because uh, I did want to spend some time talking about collar a bit, but before we move on, a uh, question here from Jake Smallwood. Uh, what do we think about Alex Reed's situation? Apparently, he's declining offers uh, to leave. Yeah, I heard that. Um, yeah, on the so- great Hall, I heard, which, given that's where that's his neck of the woods, is uh, I mean, well, you can't, is he, you can't blame him, but I don't know. Is he on good money here and he's just happy to? That's it, he's got another year and a half left. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, when he gets to the end of that year and a half, if he does just try and stick it out, who's who? How many teams are going to want to gamble on a player who's showing yeah. no inclination for eighteen months? It's a it's a tough yeah. one, isn't it? It's a shame as well because I mean, last season, first half of the season, we played a system that got the best out of him. Uh, obviously, Rusk came in, and that that partnership was broken up him and Bennett. Um, I can see why we gave him a new contract at the end of the season. Because if he'd scored twenty goals and we'd let him go on a free, given oh, yeah. the stick, yeah. given the stick, the stick that Simon Wilson was already getting, you just you're asking for trouble, aren't you? So it makes sense that we that we gave him a new contract. But yeah, it's a shame because he could do a job somewhere else. I mean, obviously he's 
he's really nowhere near the standard that we're playing at now. Um, but I think he could he could do a good job somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he might have a part to play in our squad because what we're on the twenty sixth now. If we don't sign this mysterious backup to Quicks, you know, and, and Quicks gets injured again, and maybe Connor Connor Jennings does, he might he might get called in and need to do a job for us anyway. I, I, I respectfully I disagree. But I think he's capable of doing that. I'm I've, I'm not sure. Yeah, looks... yeah I've that Ross, there's two of us. No, no. Well <laughs> trying to run a professional no. podcast here, Nick. <laughs> what are you doing that after this? <laughs> well, we can't do it with you on it, can we? Fucking hell. <laughs> like, so language. <laughs> so but he can because he and saying that he can't, he did it last season. So why can't he why can't he? I don't, All right, so... I don't he did it as part of a, t- a, a two, but I, I think if he's if Quiggs is going to be out. It's obviously Madden is the one who's in the role that was Alex Reed's, and Quigley is almost in the Richie Bennett role. So you're asking Alex Reed to basically play that target man role, which I don't think, as much as he does have many qualities, I don't think back to goal, holding the ball up, bringing others into play is his game. Myself. And do you think when I've when I've seen him when he's come on? Um, at one of the, can't remember what it was, but one of the home games that with the tempo that we play now, that he looks off the pace. He looks like not just his, his running, but maybe his reactions to things are a little bit too slow. Um, not, not a lot, but just enough so that the rest of the team are playing at a higher frequency almost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I, comes, I agree with that, you need game time for that. So yeah, with, yeah. without game time, then that's, I think that's kind of unf- I'd say unfair on him, really. But to, to play him, you'd, you'd have to change your, your 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 final third system somehow to accommodate him. But what I'm saying is, if if there's no other choice, yeah, he's not he's not a bad one to have in. I know I did notice Melanie Ali was was warming up with the team um, yesterday. Before yeah. the match, so well, obviously I think we'd be more likely to see him than me. Yeah, he's probably uh, ahead. He it, yeah. He's probably ahead. But what I'm saying is, if he doesn't leave, and it does come to it, you, you, well, uh, he's going to be ahead of. He'll, he'll get a chance. Do you know what I mean? I just I feel like because Challoner is such a perfectionist that I don't know. I I think he might be hesitant to to put him in somehow. But like you say, maybe. If if injuries and whatever come into it, that he might be open to giving him a chance. I just I don't know. Just something inside me that makes me feel he doesn't that he likes who he likes. If you know what I mean. Mm. And I can't really back that up, but <laughs> it's just yeah. the feeling that I get. Well, PJRC has said it was poor. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Didn't, I didn't think he particularly shone against a team a few levels down. No, but then some of the others that came in didn't as well. So. Absolutely, but you think he would? But some of the others that came in had kind of already proved themselves under Challoner in other games. But I think Reed, since since Challoner's come in, I don't think he's he's proven himself. I'd I'd, I'd be very surprised if we see him even in a. I'd, I think we might be more likely to get the fellow from Scumfort back again. Than, <laughs> imagine, we don't. We don't even know if he's at Scunthorpe now. I think he's just wandering down the motorway somewhere. He's probably is. We should have done our research. I don't, I don't, we I don't, found I don't out where he was. 
Maybe we should have done it. Uh, let's move on. Will Collar then. Um, I've, I, I wanted to speak about Will Collar as an individual because he's, his form recently has just been off the scale. Um, I have done some research. I hope this is right. If, it, if this is if this research is wrong, then I'm just going to give up, to be quite honest. Um, I make it eight games, six goals, five assists in the last eight games. Because he didn't get any last night, did he? I don't yeah. think. No. Um, I think that's right. I mean, yeah. yeah. And he's just... He's just, he's just transformed. You can't um, believe, I mean, you're, when Rosk was playing a midfield two of Rooney and Crowsdale, it's like, well, we need a midfielder. We need to sign a midfielder because, uh, you know, especially if he's going to play a three. And we actually had a star midfielder and we didn't really realise it, it's crazy that he was just there and he, we didn't know what he was capable of. I, I, I did a great interview with Sam Byrne last week. It's on uh, Sam, Sam Byrne's website and that is well worth a read because he, he just says it, it wasn't that he had a problem with Rusk or anything. It's just he wasn't getting a sustained run of games. Whereas that seems to be Challenger's thing, Challenger likes to settle side, and we, we, he's not he's not the only one who's benefited from that. The, the amount of players, like Palmer earlier this season, he was in and out of the team, mm. and just everyone's improved for for playing regular football. So it, it seems like common sense when you think about it, but clearly not. If, if well, someone that, with a continental UEFA license hasn't done it, you know. Well, I just wonder whether it's the under twenty three way. You know, you give players. You give players some time in the first team and then you rotate them a bit because they're under 23s and you, it's all about development, isn't it? Giving everybody, you know, like under 12s, everyone pays a tenner a week. So you've got to give them all so many minutes on yeah. the pitch, which it's not as professional football. And now he's had a run in the team. He just looks unstoppable. He's probably, I, don't, I can't think of a better midfielder in the, in the league at the moment. I can't think of another midfielder in the league. <laughs> that doesn't play for us. Division 5, eh? Love it. <laughs> Love Division 5. Um, okay, Love it should we... can, mate, so it won't be here much longer. Oh, I hope so, mate. Jesus Christ. Don't know Jesus. what you got till it's gone. Um, okay, yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to uh, pull that out, really, for William Guy Co uh, Collar. That's his name, isn't it? Um, okay, yeah, before we move on, like on Twitter, like giving players full full names with the middle name, <laughs> keep seeing it. Yeah, it's because it's was it on that? Um, who are they? So, one of the players mentioned his full name on Who Are They on one of Who, oh, are, really? who are They videos. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. that's um, I think that's where it's from. Um, before we move on to sort of the current form and, and, and who we've got left and fixtures and things, just to remind everybody, if, if you if you could please subscribe if you haven't already to the channel, that'd be really useful for us and like the video and, and uh, that'd be really good too. Uh, just a reminder to do that. Uh, okay, so I wanted to do a bit on current form um, because we are top of the league um, and I, I do like saying that. Um we th th there's a lot there's a lot said about who we've got left to play, especially our last um, is it our last four games. It's it's a pretty uh, we'll be out we'll be out of sight by then. Well, this is what I'm thinking. If we're twelve points clear um, by the time we come to the last four games, I'd be pretty happy with that. 
Uh, what, um, what's the stat? That's, there's a stat been doing the rounds about the number of players who've scored for us. This I think there's only... I think of the team that played last night, I think... Well, obviously, Hinchliffe had... But do you reckon if we get to the final day and we've got the League One and we get a penalty, they'll let Hinchliffe take it? <laughs> I would. Possibly, yeah. Because he's got, he, he's got form as well. He took, took a great one last yeah. season, didn't he? Yeah. In a shootout. You mean if we're already up and stuff and it's, there's nothing riding up? Well... No, even if even if we need to score a penalty in the last minute of the final game, I, I agree with John. Kieran. I agree with John Kieran on that though. Goal, goalkeepers on penalties, yeah, all for it because they know how to put the foot through a ball, don't they? They do. They do. Yeah. They're, yeah. Not, they're not gonna piss about shuffling around like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Doing a really long run up. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um. So those last four that that we, that we that were due to play, I think it. I think it. Am I right in saying? I know. I know. Has Halifax, Chesterfield, and Wrexham are in that last four, aren't they? And Boreham Wood. And Boreham yeah. Wood as well. <laughs> you know. Um. But just looking at some of the form tables, I know. I know. We are. We are the form team. Um, for the past twenty matches, which obviously goes a bit further back than um, than. Um, Dave Challoner's reign. Um, with a form table, obviously we're top of the league. Um, on the away table, we're top of the away table. But you be, you, you won't be surprised to know that the home table we're down in something like ninth or tenth. Yeah, that's it. Needs. I mean, how, how many stupid points we kind of we dropped at home? It, it's it's mostly earlier in the season, isn't it? Mm. Have we? I think I think it's been all, all pretty much wins since then. Yeah. Still, still playing catch up ever so slightly. Yeah, I think it was, was it. I know it was Yeovil and Dagenham, wasn't it? Oh, and Barnet as well. So it's yeah. just those three losses really that, that set us apart from home, on the home form from being top of it. You know, being top of that. But we have played less than most at home as well, so we've got more home matches um, to play than we have away matches. So I mean, that 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 speaks volumes, doesn't it? That away from home we've played thirteen and we're top of that table, but at home we've only played eleven and we're down in. In ninth or tenth, um, it's mad, isn't it? It's just, it's just yeah. Can you say something negative, please? It's horrible. I, I feel I'm like not I'm support. <laughs> I'm not getting anything negative to say because even since Challenger's been here, the defeat against Torquay, I think we hit the post twice in the yeah. bar, I think, or vice versa. And we, when we could have won it, yeah, you know, we should have won it. Um, I haven't got anything negative to say for. for no, well, that's your no, job, Nick. So, I've got nothing, mate. I've got nothing. <laughs> I, I, I don't like your t-shirt. <laughs> Have you got and the annoying thing? Take, it, Chloe? The annoying thing is no. I do as well. So. No, but the, the people behind me in the first half did. Don't they? <laughs> 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 they <are plenty. laughs> it's it's funny that Nick, because I I know a city fan that goes, um, and he's been going for a long time, um, and he said he says now it's so annoying because. If if one of their players miss, misplaces a pass, they're right down the throat of that player, even though they're playing like that's what it felt like to me in the, in the first half. That it was like it's like woke, like just chill out. Yeah. It's still nil nil. It, you know you don't need to be having a go at the players when in general they're doing so well. It's just, I mean, what 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 were these people like when we were getting beat by Geisley and? Let me well, they weren't here, mate. Well, yeah, I was going to say, were they there? Were, were they there? 
They were watching City and United on telly. And then they, they saw the Bolton game on BBC and thought, oh, I'll have a bit of that. I'll go and help my local team out. And I won't let them hear the end. In 20 years' time, I'll be going, oh, I used to help you out in the 2020s. And the whole cycle <laughs> 2020s. again. <laughs> and, um, so in fact, let's, let's just touch on that a bit because the comments are coming in. Um, the negatives. I know you talk about people saying, you know, these, these day Johnny come lately, day trippers, whatever you want to call them. What do you think about the um, the little numpties that are shining a bloody laser pen last night? Uh, it, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. It, it's, it's just really annoying because when we're doing so well, you don't want anything to jeopardise that. And these incidents seem to be sort of on the increase and adding up. Um, but actually, um, my day job today, um, the podcast that I've done is all about an increase generally in these kind of incidents. And I spoke to someone from the University of Manchester um, who is kind of expert on football crowds. And and he was saying that these, these um, sort of maybe 15 and 16 year olds, they've come to football games after a period of lockdown where they were stuck at home um and before that they were maybe only 11 12 so not really old enough to go on their own and now suddenly they've been unleashed and allowed on their own to go and that sort of euphoria i guess of of freedom and that is causing this bad behavior and it is a national trend um it's it's not just us but it was really interesting to dig into it for a podcast sort of talking nationally when I've seen it firsthand at yeah. County, seen it happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Very strange. And it's just, I don't, I don't, but who brings, when you're getting ready to go, go out to the match, it's like, right, season ticket, phone, <laughs> keys, wallet. Oh, my laser pen. Yeah. Oh, tennis ball. <laughs> yeah. Tennis ball. Yeah, that was, that was a weird one. Yeah. It was, it was taking tennis ball. That's odd. So odd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you, 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 you. There is probably some truth in that, Chloe. But I just think, you know, well, I, I don't know. It, it just, it just. I, I need to be careful what I say. It just, it just smacks of that. You know, the, the types. These are the types of people that are doing wheelies in the street and not, not get. You know, not getting out of the way for the cars and stuff like that. With is, those is that, tiny little bags on. Yeah, and and yeah. and now they're coming to the football. I, I saw them at the top of Upper Tier One or Stroke Upper Tier Two. There was a group of them. They were they were in a they were in a circle almost, just talking to each other. They weren't even watching the match. And they yeah, were that's the, the thing. They don't even seem interested in it. Um, no. I'm in Lower Tier Five, and um, there was a big group, probably of about fifty, sort of fourteen and fifteen year olds, and they were marched down from presumably the Upper Tier right down the steps, and they were. And they situated them all in like row A, B, and C right at the front. So they'd obviously been doing causing a nuisance, been doing something they shouldn't, and mm. they got shifted. But that was last, you, that last night was it? Sorry. Last night, yeah. Yeah, I, and, I, saw, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you're looking at them, thinking they're not even they're not even looking at the pitch. A lot of them. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all for kids coming to the game, and and you know. I don't know. I, you know. I saw some young lads with Vernon Bear in the cheat under the and the concourse in the Cheedland, and they were they were taking the Mickey out of Vernon Bear a bit. You know, running up to him and going "zoo," giving it all that sort of stuff. And I thought, 
that's fair enough. That's just kids being kids. That do you know what I mean? They were they were on their own. Yeah. They were probably twelve or thirteen or something. But being in packs at the back and throwing stuff, that's just it's just it's just plain wrong. And and maybe the solution is you know we've got this we've got this shiny new security firm, haven't we? Why are they not stood up at the back watching who's doing what? I don't understand why well, they're they not doing that. There's a, sh- a shiny new camera has been put in now, from like, hanging from the ch- the Cheadle ceiling. Was oh, it? There's a, a new camera, yeah. That's been there they did give a few out weeks some, at least. They did give out some banning orders the other day, didn't they, as well? Yeah. Yeah. But, but the was... stewards, stewards last night were concentrating on removing a Scott Quigley flag on the wing. One individual. So if, if that's if that's the priority of the stewards, then... Well, know. this again, I don't want to give too many spoilers because the podcast's out tomorrow, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, talking to this guy from University of Manchester, the other interesting thing he said was that when um, football games went behind closed doors, a lot of the very experienced stewards were suddenly out of work. And he said a lot of them then got jobs like as HGV drivers or as Amazon drivers where the demand was. And now, um, now that football's back, they've had to recruit new people because they'd left their positions. And these newer people are not experienced. And that is a problem that they are having with trying to police the games. Yeah, I, I, I totally, I've seen it firsthand. Absolutely. So for the yeah. uh, for the ulti match, or was it the ulti match at home? I can't remember, but a couple of lads, young lads, early 20s brought beer up to you know to to the, to the seats i mean loads of people do that it's wrong but you know people get away with it two young stewards came up to tell them to like discard of it or go back down they just got they just got ignored yeah they just got ignored and it's that it's that thing of well i'm just gonna ignore you what you're gonna do about it and no, they're not you... really to be fair to them like if they don't really know how to handle it no they don't, they're not experienced enough are they That's they're it, not experienced yeah. enough and they're not particularly well paid is it, no. they're not gonna want to be bothered to do it are they it's not no. worth the hassle that's it yeah it's not it's not worth it's not worth the yeah, yeah absolutely I've, I've worked in jobs like that as well I've, I've worked in jobs where you've had to kind of tell someone not to do something or like tell off a customer or whatever and when they do start giving it back you just think well i'm not getting paid enough i'm yeah. not getting paid more for dealing with this so i'm yeah. minimum wage there yeah, absolutely. I and you I, don't I, want to get in trouble either for your no. reaction to it. I did I it once not. when I worked in a bar. Like, I caught some guy, <laughs> caught some guy do, doing coke in the toilets while I was working in a bar. I asked him, and I ended up on the floor with him strangling me. It was like, well, I'm, not, I'm just not going to bother in future then. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll just leave it. I'll just let whatever happens happen. Apart, apart from if someone's getting killed or something, I'd probably like say something. <laughs> if someone's getting murdered, I'd be like, you'd say something. <laughs> oh, I'd, 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 yeah, I'd look for a steward. <laughs> well, like you said, they're they're busy like searching drums and confiscating flags. So yeah, I think the priorities are all wrong, aren't they? I mean. Yeah. F- don't be taking down flags. I mean, even common sense for that steward that came and did that would prevail and surely and say, well, to the person, well, why, what, how, what is it actually offending you by being there? Why is it offending you? I don't, I don't understand. Um, if anyone does know the actual reason, if, if anyone from the club is like watching and wants to know, like knows the reason, it'd be, it'd be good to know just so, just saves this baseless speculation because it's going to become like a little game of Chinese whispers now. Where it's just gonna just just root the whole rumors around it are just gonna snowball until yeah. it's like oh 
Well, one of the fans like got beaten up by Elvis back in the sixties, so <laughs> he, he, he don't want to have to look at a flag on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's gospel um, now. <laughs> but these, these, I mean, these new, these new fans, we'll call them, these new young fans. They just need educating. Whether that's whether that's those fans that need to do that, the younger lads who are, prob- you know, have been coming for a long time or around that age or maybe slightly older. Could, could could sort of take them under the wing and say, no, this is how we do it. Maybe come to some away games, this is how we do it. Go on the train well, and that, all that kind of that's stuff. That's happened before. When we, were in, when we were in the National North, we kind of had a new, some new teenage fans and what have you who didn't quite get what it was all about. And yeah, people did kind of take them under the wing, t- teach them the old songs and everything. Um, so maybe, But it's, it's a shame that it's kind of fragmented the fan base now as well because the... Yeah. The people who are making the actual noise and creating an atmosphere. I mean, I'm not saying you need a drum to have an atmosphere. There's plenty of clubs that don't have a drum and create a decent atmosphere, but it clearly helps us, especially a night like last night where it's freezing mm. cold. People have come straight from work. It's a bit of a, a bit of a tense first half. You kind of need whatever you can to to help out. So it's a real shame that the kind of the vocal. Support yeah, because there were like different songs going on as well, weren't they? It was like, yeah, it yeah. wasn't coordinated. No, yeah, and, that's and it. We, we we need to be all as one, don't we? Because if 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 we, I mean, we are part of the team. I mean, that's 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 kind of the bottom line, really. Challenger, what Challenger says, he he wants his team to give us something to get up, you know, get get up about and and become part of it. We need to we need to be part of that. And if it's all fragmented and there's all these factions, then. It's not going to be, is it? We're going to end up like some of the bigger grounds where they've just let this manifest, probably, and it's quiet now as they've yeah. got up the leads. And we don't, we definitely don't want to be be that. Yeah. Uh, Especially like coming into a crucial point of the season where mm. there's going to be ta- there's going to be ta- like last night. There's going to be times where we need that backing. They need us yeah. to be backing. And that's because it's like chicken and the egg thing, isn't it? Really, it's like, well, do the players need the fans? to kind of like make a noise and get them going or do the fans need the players to do something to make them make a noise where in reality it's somewhere in the middle so yeah, yeah. the sooner that can get sorted the better yeah I, th- I think we need I think we need to yeah I think we need to be dynamic in, in that regard so when yeah. they need us we can step up um, yeah. and when we need them then they need to step up if they can sense it and we can sense it a symbiotic relationship is yes what I it's called yeah yeah Absolutely. Um, back to the fixtures then. So we've got um, Barnet away on on Saturday, um, and, I, and when I look at these, I just think I can't see where our next loss is going to come from. Although mm. it's it's going to happen at some point. Barnet away. Um, I'll skip over the Cheshire Senior Cup. <laughs> um, then Dover. I dare you. <laughs> Dover at home, but I'm I'm prone sandwich brigading at the Dover match. Um. For my birthday, then and then the big test is Chesterfield, um, and then we've got a break with um, Cheson after that in, in the um, in the build base FA Trophy. Oh, you have done your research because you know I've been waiting for you to present to pronounce it Cheson, and I was going to jump no. all over you, mate. Che- no Chestnut, I thought just, Chestnut was the first one. <laughs> well, I've seen I've seen people say, saying like without irony. That we, we've got chestnut in the next round of the cup, and they're not—they're not—they're not joking. People genuinely do think that's what they're called. Yeah, I said, what you, said, I said, what you said I got that wrong, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you I got said, it right. Oh, well done, mate. Well done. Yeah, I know. You've been doing your job, yeah. your geography. 
I, sh I should have got it right because I've been talking to one of their fans to come on. Um, we'll, we'll cover that later. So yeah, so it doesn't look. I mean, apart from the Chesterfield match in the, in the sort of the short term future, then um, it's looking pretty good. It's looking pretty good. Anything yeah, negative to say? Like <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I twisted my ankle on the curb coming out of the ground last night. Oh, but so that's someone hilarious. Wa someone wants to do something about that. <laughs> um, okay, should we move on to? We, I, I, I don't know. If we, I don't know how long we're going to talk about this, but should we move on to the fact that Chesterfield seems to be imploding? Do you want to talk yeah. about that? I mean, there's there's imploding, and then there's whatever the hell is. It, it's I, I don't like to take pleasure in the mission. Oh no, no, I do, I do. Sorry, <laughs> really, really do. But it, it's it's not just. I mean, he's always struck me as a bit of a dickhead. Regardless, I've always thought that manager was a dickhead. Even when he was at Gloucester, and I saw him being interviewed and stuff, I thought, mate, you're a dickhead. But um, it's not just that with Chesterfield. It's the stuff during COVID. You know, yeah. getting getting the vaccinations, all the furlough stuff, just like spending money on Shimanga and having the frost covers thing. The weird Chelsea loving, like literally everything yeah. that Chelsea oh. tweet. Like, oh, hey, boys, do you remember us? Oh. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's just, it's just so. But the thing is, if I mean, there's talk of there's like ex players coming out of the woodwork and saying what saying he's a bully and stuff. Obviously, I'm. This is what they're claiming. I'm not saying this is gospel. Allegedly. But that's what they're claiming. So if, if they're top of the league with an alleged bully as manager, then you'd only think getting rid of him could go, could go on to galvanise him. You know, it could have it could have the reverse effect. I don't I don't know. But, I just think I just think any upheaval at this stage, hmm, unplanned it, upheaval. It, hmm. it's coincided as well with them having a bit of a wobble in results, which yeah. It's not really a good sign for them, I don't think. Um, yeah. Did you see that? Um, allegedly, he'd been suspended <laughs> from West Ham as well. The same. Yes. Guy. Yeah. Oh, no, no, he was suspended. That's not allegedly. He was suspended. And he had to well, go I, was just, on like I was just covering board. ourselves yeah. and getting <laughs> to any potential. <laughs> Someone should. Uh, so Sodom, the uh, furlough, raffle fixing, crooked spire, <laughs> peak district bastards. Sodden. Do you know, I got forced to have a fish cake in Chesterfield. <laughs> it's a funny story. We, um... <laughs> there's a the, the podcast title. <laughs> we, we were on our way to Notts County and we stopped at the Chippy in Chesterfield and we said like a small fish and chips and the guy at the fish shop said, well, it's lunchtime. And with the lunchtime deal, you get a fish cake as well with the fish and chips. And I was like, I don't want a fish cake with it. And he was like, <laughs> you might as well. It's free. And he was like getting dead cross. I was like, OK, I'll have the fish cake. <laughs> so, yeah. Your bloody fish cake pushing, crooked spire, <laughs> furlough, peak district. Oh, bastard. and then he said, oh, you can have a sausage. And I was like, that that don't really go with fish. No, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't eat fish anyway. So that's, that's, that's I, I, I wouldn't have gone into a fish shop in Chesterfield in the no, first place. No, that was the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely the mistake. Um, 
just looking at some of the um, <laughs> looking at looking at some of the comments that are coming in, I totally agree with this. This, you know, we were talked about rivals a couple of weeks ago, and who are our rivals? I, you know, Chesterfield um, back in '97, and so those of a certain age will remember that we had a cup run to the obviously Coca-Cola Cup semi-final. They went to the FA Cup final. I think we beat four Premier League teams. They beat none or one, if I remember yeah, rightly. And then in the semi-final, they got done over by David Ellery, which is a familiar feeling, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they went. I think when when uh, left bollocks as they hated Chesterfield since they tried to steal our Coca-Cola semi-final thunder in '97 by reaching the FA Cup semi-final. What boiled my piss that year was that they won giant killers of the season, and we yeah. beat four Premier League teams, and they'd only be not on one. So uh, that 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 to me always sticks out. Um, well, I don't really like Chesterfield. So all this stuff now, you know, the the frost covers and and the furlough and all this kind of stuff and the admin. Then I go and listen to their podcast. This was before they drew with Aldershot and before, obviously, James Rowe got suspended. And they're so confident. And they were saying they were saying things like, um, "I feel sorry for Aldershot," you know, because we because we. Um, they got beat by Maidenhead. They feel sorry for all the shot coming up this week because they're going to get it now. They're going to get it. They're really going to get it. It was nil-nil. <laughs> but are they just like ignoring the whole saga? No, well, this is, that podcast was before all this, this saga came up. Yeah. yeah. They kind of ignored. I mean, I've got to say for everybody listening, we have got two of them coming on in a couple of weeks to preview our, to preview our, our game. <laughs> Uh, they're really nice, fun- honestly. They're good, but it's going to be such a such a laugh. It'd be funny their podcast this week. It's just going to be. It's like being on the deck of the Titanic. It's like it's all right. It's just just a bit wet. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. They just walk up to me, and it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's just Kate Winslet going past the door. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it should be. It should be a lot of fun. Um, well, if they yeah. if they listen to this, if they if they do research and listen to this, they're not going to be happy when they come on, are they? No, no, but they, no. But I've I've, I've I've done messages and stuff to get there preparing for it, and they, they're pretty sort of they're sort of obviously self aware of what's going on and things. So it's, it's I think it's going to be a really good podcast. Um, are we going to um, are we doing it doing it via this method, or are we just going to meet in a car park near Stoke? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, like Anchorman. <laughs> Don't just the face. Yeah. Where'd you get a hand grenade, Ross? <laughs> um, so yeah, but they, they did say I've got to say they did say on their podcast that they thought that we were the only ones threatening their title title thing. Well, yeah. Well, Maidenhead had a good go of uh, ruining the title party, didn't they? Sorry, the, the title workplace gathering. Maidenhead had a good <laughs> old go, but they've had the day out, Sodom, in the words of Gary Stockforth. Maybe worth keeping an eye on Boreham Wood. Yeah. Hand, they? They've still yeah, got the games in hand, yeah, that's, that's it. That's yeah, it. and they've only conceded 14 goals and lost twice this season. So... That's a bonkers record, that. We, yeah, look, when I look at the table at weekend, their, their defence, that's... We must be on form for set pieces that day, also, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they don't score many, though, to be fair. So, um, it's, I don't, it's, it, whatever it is, it, it sounds like they're very, they're very tight in terms of, you know, how they play, I would say. Um, but, yeah, equally as good at home and away as well. So, 
you know, I know we're playing them at our place, aren't we? Um, I don't think that'll have a bearing for them. Um, okay, anything else you want to talk about before we start to wrap things up? Uh, we should have a natter. Well, first, Chloe, tell us where we can find your podcast. Tell the uh, listeners and the viewers. You can just, wherever you get your podcast, you can search for it. It's called Playmaker. Uh, and it's a different football-related story every weekday. And it's just about, uh, they're all under 10 minutes long. So, yeah. Tremendous. Uh, also, in other news, uh, Geordie Hatter is back with the away day show on the new the new day and time of friday because he's busy saturday morning it's a is it something to do with bikes i think it's like a cycling proficiency course he's, he's got bought for for christmas so he's doing that saturday so Cy- cycling apart. maintenance i think that's it that's it yeah that's it <laughs> I, I saw cycling and course and just filled the gap myself <laughs> um what's your what's the lp I think I know. I know what the LP is. It's one of my favourites. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. My other my other half chose this today. She. Yeah. She said. She said, "Are you going to change your vinyl?" And because I was in a bit of a foul mood when I got in, I was like, "Oh, I'll just leave it. Fine." And then yeah, so she she put that one for me. So she'll be delighted. Not that Brilliant. she's still watching. Um, if at all. It's funny. It's funny you should put that up because I've been listening. I, I bought um, some cities uh, the other day. Mint, mint condition, limited edition, mint, mint condition, uh, still wrapped. Um, and I've been listening to Lost Souls as well today. And I can't, can't get enough of the doves at the minute. Um, yeah. So, so, so I'm a couple of years ago at uh, Kendall Calling. Very, very good. Yeah. The, nice. It was a re- reunion thing. Pissed it down, but it meant I got, I got to watch it from like my own little private island. Great. Nice. I got to see. Yeah. Um, do you remember they did the, where? It was just two, the two brothers did a little band, didn't they? they did an album together. Um, and yes. I seen uh, them sub, sub. No, no, sub, something sub, else. Sub. It was something else. I'll, I'll message you after because it's not great for football. Yes, but, it, yes it's boring, yeah, this, isn't but, it? Yeah, but I'll message you after. But yeah, they did an album and I got to see them live at XFM Studios, at XFM Radio uh, in Manchester. Mm. Yeah. The little oh, intimate okay. gig and there was just us and maybe 10 others. Anyway. Yeah, the, um, the star banger, aren't you? I know, yeah. Um, the, oh, that's what we need to talk about as well. So if you've left unlucky, because um, the numbers have gone down slightly. Um, the gig from last week with Gary Stockford and Mike yes. Flint. Yeah. Um, God, that was good, wasn't it? It was an absolute roaring success. It was. Yeah. It was really good, good pies, good booze. Uh, list yeah. of people to thank then. So Andy and everyone at Notion. Yeah. Uh, ben Walker for the shirts, Rob Britner for the music, Abba are livid. You know, people have been thanking Abba for the music when really. <laughs> should, should be thanking Rob Britner. <laughs> should have been thanking Rob Britner like we are. So, <laughs> Abba. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's another one coming up soon, isn't there? We're yes. We're finalising it and it'll mm. be March, we think. We've, we've got a guest and a theme sorted, so we just need to get that in the diary. And yes. if, if, if you've not seen it on doing rounds on social media, Gary Stockforth did a fantastic rendition of American Pie, which is, of all the things we didn't expect to happen that night, that's right up there. Yeah, yes. it, was, yeah. it, was, it was funny because um, Rob, who's a friend of mine and my, my wife's, he'd never played for American Pie before, so he just got the chords up on his phone <laughs> and just like... I, I improvised this this uh, American pipe. It was so good, wasn't it? And it, it wasn't really it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It's got got pipes, pipes. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Flinny was on form with some of some of the stories. We will get some of the clips out, the ones that we can get out. <laughs> we'll put those out. Yeah. Um, but for everybody that was there, I mean, it, it seemed to go down really well, um, and everybody, you know, was really positive about it. And I was, I was loving the fact that there was like the room was laughing so many times. You know, the whole room was like in laughter. It was like there was a comedian there when there wasn't a comedian there at all. There was no comedian in that room. I know. So, next, get one next time. Get one. I bet maybe you should. <laughs> yeah. Although there was there was one there was one one joke that I used in my little set at the start that I've literally used like six or seven times and it has killed. And then I did it and was just faced with like Gaz Eccleston and Silo Mass just looking at me blankly. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I've misjudged this one. Then, I? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Awful, uh, awful business. Yeah, Siloma says there was a comedian on the second row. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we're going to tell him a different date for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to tell Jack Isherwood the night before. <laughs> I don't think he'll notice. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. I had lots, uh, lots of fun. Um, so that we got that coming up. Uh, obviously, I just mentioned the Chesterfield guests. We've got those coming up. We've got we have got a Chesterfield. Um, guest, if you say it really fast, you know, you're nearly swearing at you. That, um, <laughs> so we have got that coming up as well. If he hopefully he'll come on, he seems a bit nervous, but hopefully we'll uh, we'll get him on and he probably supports someone else as well. He, do, he does have checked. Oh, does he? Yeah, well, that can't be helped, yeah. can it? I had, um, a look, I had a look on his profile when he when he DM'd us back, I had a look on his profile, like the second tweet down. There's uh, his team. I'll let, I'll let it be a surprise for you. Okay. Yeah. God. No, no, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> I know. I can't remember who it was. I just remember oh, being right. some like generic Premier League team. So it's probably like Southampton or Crystal Palace or someone like that. Or Watford. Just someone there. Right. So so where is Chesson? I, mean, I love the fact I love that you're pronouncing it different every time. I love this. Yeah, so it's London. It's London way, and I'll, I'll even find out now. What right, is, so it's uh... southeast London, is it? Right. So it, watching, he'll be a United fan. You just know it, don't you? Oh no, actually, it was Tottenham. Sorry, it was Tottenham. Oh, right. So yeah, so yeah, when I said it was a team that was near, I was I was correct. Right. So yeah. Anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna get him on. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we'll get... welcome. Yeah, <laughs> let's get him on. Um... <sighs> And then just just general reminders, usual reminders. Um, keep on using the fan hub app, um, and yeah, that's going to be improving all the time. There's a pretty nice feature coming soon uh, in the in the coming weeks. Um, that if you get eleven out of eleven on your uh, prediction, then you automatically get a reward, and it's a really good reward as well. Uh, but I can't tell you just yet. Uh, and then mid this year, all your fan shares are going to be converted into coins. So we're currently working on that to get that out um, and your fan shares will be tradable so keep Excellent. on earning those fan shares yeah. um, and yeah just a, a shout out for I can't fucking shout out I'm, I'm nearly 41 shut up Russ you just can do what you want Russ just to mention somebody else um, Sid Freeman does some decent vlogs as well uh, I know he's watching now he's been commenting but um, yeah his stuck us in through the fan about but you can get him on YouTube as well Um so look at his stuff, uh, and that's pretty good. Anything else from anybody else? No? Right. 
thanks to everybody for listening, watching, either whether you're live or back on YouTube or on the podcast. Um, cheers to Chloe. You're going to be back in March, aren't you? Early March with us. Yeah, I am. Brilliant. And in the meantime, don't forget to catch Chloe's uh, daily podcast from Tortoise. And as always, Nick, my my comrade, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, mate. No problem. It's been a pleasure. Right. I hope you have me back again. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. <laughs> right. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Uh... This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.